When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hurts us, and, and by the way, it it even hurts us with with people that that live in cities that don't speak this jargony faculty lounge language. Jim Carrey, raise the case. Hey, that's it. There's no world culture not good for you. We got to talk about culture. We got to talk about world culture. We got to get out there and get real. We got to get real with the people. Says James Carville. So, um, you know what? Uh, his politics stink, but I actually like the dude. And I've talked to him a lot of times on the show and all that kind of stuff, and I, I actually do. I, I like James Carville. He's a cool guy, uh, and, 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 and I can like a, a Democrat if they um, are, are true to what they say they are, and he is definitely true to what he says he is. Hey, how you doing? Trey Ware here, KTSA Morning News. It's 5.09. There's Don Morgan. Don, don't get too much lower. The dogs over on uh, the street, two streets over, will not be able to hear you if you lower the register any further. Further. You're down as low as you need to go. Yeah, that's all I got. What's going on? Did you take a testosterone injection, or what's happening, man? What's well, going on? Well, I was man? hoping to compete in the next Olympics as yeah. a female. All right, good. So, uh, good. You're feeling good, then. Yeah, feeling yeah. Good. I'm not as young as I used to be. So. Yeah, that happens. I need a little chemical help. Everything lowers, including the voice, so uh, that's good for you. And uh, Chris, hey, how you doing? Elaine, hi, how you doing? Let's dive in here. Let's start 210-599-5555, and we can start right away with some weather changes that are going to be coming. I hate to tell you, but tomorrow night into Saturday morning at some point, heavy thunderstorms look like they're going to be in the offing for uh, us, a strong thunderstorm possible uh, tomorrow night. Now, all the models are different as they always are, so some of them have them coming in early tomorrow evening. Some of them have them coming in in the middle of the night, uh, Friday night, Saturday morning, and then we've got intervals of clouds and sunshine and a thunderstorm in spots on Saturday. Sunday, mostly cloudy and a shower in the area so uh you know the forecasters are saying it's not going to be a washout this weekend so go ahead with your plans but do get ready for next wednesday because it looks like it's going to be super wet um dive right in with this story mild coronavirus infection is leaving behind lasting antibody protection some good news for those who have had mild covid19 infections a study out conducted by washington university school of medicine in st louis says that they have done the research on the antibodies of those who have had COVID-19, and it looks like you might be making antibodies for the rest of your life. Wouldn't that be sweet? A little benefit and a little perk of going through COVID is that possibly you may not have to have shots against it in the future because maybe you are making it yourself over and over again. Researchers found that antibody-producing cells targeting the SARS-CoV-2, which is what you're talking about. They are quiet, just sitting in your bone marrow, secreting antibodies, and that will go on the rest of your life, these researchers say. So that's a cool thing. Good uh, good news story for those who, of you who had COVID-19. Now, those of you who had the major cases, you may have other situations that arise in the future they say things like lung ailments and what have you so you'll always have to be on guard about that kind of thing but if you had a mild case of it you may not it's it's possible you may not have to be vaccinated in the future of course you know you don't know right now it's all early but so far this looks good because the stuff is sitting in your bone marrow and it's making antibodies and you could be immune for the rest of your life as you were back in the what 50s and 60s when uh, when the vax parties happen and our moms took us, when somebody got the chicken pox in the neighborhood or the mumps or whatever, and our moms, they would sit around and have coffee. We would play together, and it was a vax party. It's the way it used to be done, and apparently, maybe, that's the way COVID-19 looks like it may be happening. The Senate has passed a bill requiring the Biden administration declassify intelligence on COVID-19 origins. They're saying that the American people deserve to know the origins of COVID-19. Yes, we do. And that voters deserve to see the evidence judged for themselves rather than different speculation from various administration officials. Joe Biden said intelligence leaders are weighing two possible scenarios, that the virus either uh, leapt to a human from contact with an infected animal or that it accidentally leaked from a laboratory in Wuhan, China. 
both of those scenarios leave out the possibility that this thing was created as a pandemic. Uh, the Biden administration is not even considering that. And they are wrong to rule that out. I'll say it right here. I'll say it right now. And I'll stand firmly on it. Any research that goes in and rules out the possibility that this was planned from the get-go or after they discovered it, they released it, if you are ignoring that, you're a fool. You need to include all of this into the research. Now, Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre telling reporters yesterday, well, we haven't ruled out anything yet. Uh, We don't know if it was deliberate or an accident. Um, and then Peter Ducey asked, would you like to, the president to seek uh, to punish China? She said, we're not going to go there yet. You know he's not going to punish China, right? He's too beholden to China. It's not going to happen no matter what they find out. But, of course, Facebook, last night they took down their uh, ban on the post claiming that COVID-19 is man-made. If you used to say that on Facebook, they would take it down and ban you from Facebook, take you off the platform, deplatform you for several days for saying that it was man-made well now that joe biden is considering that it was man-made now that the left and the democrats are considering that it was man-made now that they supposedly are looking into it something that donald trump said from the very first day now facebook says okay you can say that you believe that it was man-made who is facebook to determine what you can and cannot say who is facebook to decide what your free speech rights are. Uh, Bottom line is, they should lose their government protection because they're deciding what is to be published. That makes them a publisher and not a platform. They are protected as a platform from being sued. They should lose that immediately. And here is a prime example why. They banned people who said it was man-made. They took you down. They deplatformed you and took your post down. That right there is a violation of the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States of America because they were deciding what you could and could not say in the public square. And they said, well, 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 no, we have the protection because uh, we're a private entity. Not if you have the protection from the government that says you can't be sued for what shows up on Facebook. See, they're having their cake and they're eating it, too, because they are more powerful, more powerful than Washington, D.C. Twitter and online at KTSA.com. Stay connected. We are requesting funds to help states and communities be climate ready and prepare to confront new health risks, such as those associated with vector-borne diseases. All right, so it's a 520. Shaka Khan and Stevie Wonder. Good way to start your day off. I like that a lot, man. I like that a lot. Trey, we're here KTSA, and you can be a part of it at 210-599-5555. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is asking Governor Greg Abbott to call a special session of the ledge in June. Three pieces of legislation that died in the Texas House at midnight on Tuesday. I was telling you about it yesterday. Uh, that would uh, say, number one, if you are a boy and you were born a boy and you came out to womb a boy, then you're always going to be a boy and you may not participate in girls' sports and steal from them their opportunity at a scholarship. And uh, the Democrats played shenanigans on Tuesday, ran the clock out on Tuesday night at midnight and killed the opportunity for many, many young girls here in the state of Texas to have their rights to go for a scholarship and to play their athletics without being invaded by a bunch of wimpy, coward boys who can't, can't compete with the guys, with the fellas. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. You don't choose what you are. God chose what you are. God decided what you are before you were even born and before you even thought about and so you can't wake up one day and say, I feel like a girl. I'm going to go over and ruin girls' athletics. Uh, But the Democrats in the state decided that they were going to play games legislatively. And then at midnight, actually 12.01 on Wednesday morning, they they brought out transgender flags and started waving them on the Capitol floor. What, What, pray tell, is a transgender flag anyway? What is that? 
Never heard of such a thing. Does everybody get a flag now? You get a flag, I get a flag, we all get to wave flags for whatever our special cause is. You get to wave a flag. And my God, up in Portland, they're talking about putting them in the classroom uh, on the same height, same size as the flag of the United States. And by the way, again, I'll say this, there's not a flag, an American flag. The American flag doesn't exist. It's flag of the United States. We're looking for somebody to say the pledge, by the way, 210-599-5555. Call in right now. Say the Pledge of Allegiance for us. We'll record you and put you in our in our rotation, 210-599-5555. Uh, there's also a bill that would um, uh, ban and prohibit local governments from using taxpayer funds to pay for lobbyists because they take your money from you and they pay for lobbyists, and lobbyists turn around and give gifts to these people in Austin to get them to do, you know, pass their special legislation and do things for them. And uh, Republicans here wanted to ban that practice. Democrats love that practice. They love that, baby. Bring it. So, again, the Democrats played games, and they kept them from passing that. And the other one is one that is going around the country. And a lot of states have done it, most prominently Florida and Ron DeSantis, who I hope is the next president with Christy Noem as the vice president of the United States. But Ron DeSantis in Florida passed one that punishes social media companies for censoring Floridans uh, based on their uh, political viewpoints. We were just talking about how how Facebook does that all the time and has been doing that all the time. uh, Twitter removed Donald Trump. Facebook removed Donald Trump forever Um, just because of his political viewpoints. You probably have been removed for a certain amount of time. I know many of you have been because I hear from you. And so in Texas, Republicans wanted to pass a law that said social media companies can't censor Texans because of their political viewpoint, either on the right or the left. Well, the Democrats, they want social media companies to be able to decide what the uh, speech limitations are because the social media companies and the people who work there are all these left-wing, man-bun-wearing weirdos. So they ran out the clock on that. So now it's uh, it's time for a special session, says Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Uh, the governor, Greg Abbott, said the call is premature. Instead, lawmakers need to work together to get important conservative legislation to his desk. He said, do not stop working. Keep it going. Stay after it and get that legislation to me. The media just can't quit Donald Trump, can they? Forty percent of all stories about Joe Biden mentioned Donald Trump. <laughs> He's been out of office 126 days, but they just can't give it up. That's one of the things that used to drive me nuts when we had ABC on this show. And it was kind of like the the defining moment for me. One day I'm listening to ABC, and it was just, I guess, last week. And the Hamas-Israel thing was going on, and they were all fighting back and forth and everything. That wasn't even mentioned in the newscast. The newscast was about Donald Trump is going to face criminal charges up in New York. Donald Trump is also, January 6th was the worst riot that we've ever had of the American people. And Donald Trump brought that to the American people. Every story, every story was about Donald Trump that day. And that, to me, that was kind of like, that's it. I'm done with these people. I'm tot- And I was done with them before, but I, I was really done with them by then. Am I going on the phone here, Elaine? Is that the story? No. Okay. All right. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. If you watch The Five on Fox, Juan Williams says he's gone. He is still going to be a Fox contributor. You'll still see him around, but you're not going to see him on The Five anymore. They're going to have to find somebody to come in there. Last night he said after uh, testing positive for COVID-19 back in December, that the priorities of his life are changing, and he wants to be around his family more. He wants to be there to be with his I family. And uh, that's cool, Chris. That's cool, Dory. He wants to be there with his family, and he wants to hang out and spend more time with his family in D.C. instead of having to take the train and go to New York. And apparently the five is going back in studio instead of being separated. They've been separated a long time, and so... Uh, Juan says, I'm just not going to go. I, I want to stay here in D.C. and be close to my family, and I don't want to make that train ride anymore. So, But he's still going to contribute to to Fox News. I'll tell you about Juan. Juan's a great guy at heart. I mean, he's a sweetheart of a guy at heart. He really, truly is one of the kindest gentlemen that you will ever meet. I, I Well, I was really close friends with him. We talked several times a week back in the day, both on the air and off the air. 
And uh, I, I did a series of shows in D.C. one year in the basement of a hotel, and he was kind enough to get out of bed every morning at 3.30 and come over and do every one of those shows with me from that hotel. He was just a great guy. But then along came Donald Trump, and like most liberals, he checked his brain. He totally lost his brain completely. And so it got to where I couldn't even talk to him anymore because he just lost his mind over Donald Trump. And I couldn't, I couldn't watch him on the show anymore because the same reason. He just lost his brain over Donald Trump. So they say it, that has nothing to do with it. It was his choice. Uh, Fox is saying he was a great contributor and they love having him around. And they'll have him around on other uh, issues. He's just not going to be on the five anymore because he was not going to make that trip back to New York City. All right, so we got some low clouds around uh, this morning and times of clouds and sun later on today. The heat's going to return, a high today of 89. And, you know, tomorrow, eh, uh, kind of sunny and cloudy, uh, you know, stuff like that. But then at some point tomorrow evening, tomorrow night, into the overnight hours, a large cluster of thunderstorms is going to be in our area and could drift right into San Antonio, cause a lot of rain overnight, uh, Friday night into Saturday morning. And there's a chance, although forecasters are saying it's not going to be a washout Saturday and Sunday, there's a chance that you may get caught in a shower on Saturday and Sunday. So just keep that in mind for whatever your plans are for Memorial Weekend. Right now, Seb Dave, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we'll be checking you out at 11, man. It's 536 now. Trey Ware, KTSA. This is the KTSA Morning News. And you can be in here, too, at 210-599-5555. You can say the pledge. You can be on with me. We can talk about what's happening in the news. Of course, another mass shooting yesterday. Nine people dead out in San Jose after the dude walked in, shot the place up. And immediately, the uh, governor of California and the president of the United States, take the guns away! Get rid of the guns! we got to take guns away because guns are killing people. And if we didn't have any guns, if we just take the guns away, then we wouldn't have any Nobody would die ever again. There wouldn't be another shooting if we just took the guns away. What the hell's wrong with you people, said the governor of California. And the president, El Presidente, says, Well, hey, every time we get somebody shot, every time I hear all these stories about how we can't get rid of guns, we have to, we have to. Well, they're refusing to talk about the uh, the fact that this guy, his name is Samuel Cassidy, 57. He killed himself. He was an employee of the joint. And his ex-girlfriend had a restraining order against him. Huh, that sounds familiar after a story we had this week. She told the San Francisco Chronicle he was prone to alcohol-fueled mood swings. You ever been around an alcoholic? Man, they're nuts. They are nuts. They can break everything in sight. They can kill you. One minute they're all happy and fat and jovial and laughing. The next minute they're breaking everything in the house and trying to kill you. That's what an alcoholic does. You never know what it's going to be like. You never know. So anyway, she says in a March 2009 court filing, uh, she accused him of rape and, uh, and, and abuse. 2009, guys, what year is it now? How many years is between 2009 and now? And that was the thing that the chief here was saying the other day about 2018 with that one guy that allegedly was the one that the chief was talking about and that woman that was shot over here on Harlow. And they've been dealing with that dude since 2018, said the chief. And she went and got a restraining order. A restraining order is a piece of crap. It's a piece of paper. It doesn't do any good. Well, and the same thing here, according to his ex-girlfriend in the San Francisco Chronicle, she alleged that his mood swings worsened when he drank alcohol and that he played mind games she listed incidents alleging sexual assault. He would apologize, promise never to do it again. Classic. Classic. So, but the answer always from the left is, take the guns away. If we didn't have any guns, wouldn't be a problem. No, the dude's an alcoholic. Was, he killed himself, allegedly from his ex-girlfriend, she says. And as an alcoholic, he would get crazy when he was drinking. He went and shot up people that I guess made him mad at work or whatever. I don't, I don't have any idea. I guess we may or may not ever find out because this is typical how this goes is they make a big stink about these stories and then they just go away and we never find out anything else about it. But there is no reason why you should lose your gun rights because some guy gets drunked up allegedly and goes into a shipyard or a railway yard out in California and kills a bunch of people. That's not your fault. You didn't do it. And your gun didn't do it. Here's Newsom. And here we are in the United States of America. We're experiencing something just is not experienced anywhere else in the world. There's a sameness to this. And that numbness 
I think is something we're all feeling. And you're a liar because it does happen in other parts of the world. We report on it. You're a liar, Gavin Newsom, and you have a political agenda. And the agenda is to disarm the American people so the tyrannical government can run your life. To hell with that. We're never going to stand for that. We're never going to back down. We are never going to give up our chance to defend ourselves and our God-given right, by the way, to the Second Amendment. That's a, that's a right that the government didn't give you. God gave you that right. The government only put it in the document called Declaration of Independence and the Constitution both. That is where the, our government recognized that these rights existed and predate our government. It goes back to the founding of mankind itself. Here is a jawbone. Break it over somebody's head. And that's, that is exactly why we should never, ever give up our rights to our guns. Now, did you hear this Chipman guy yesterday? This guy is a notorious gun grabber. He works for Gabby Gifford's thing on on grabbing guns. He was a part of Waco and the David Koresh thing. When the government went in, shot the place up, killed people up there, the FBI and the ATF, and then set the joint on fire and burned it to the ground, when all they had to do, if they wanted to talk to David Koresh, and if even if they wanted to arrest David Koresh, all they had to do was one day when he was jogging down the road, say, hey, Dave, come here, we need to talk to you. But instead, Janet Reno and Bill Clinton and the radical leftist gun grabbers, they wanted to make a point, they want to make a big deal out of it and a big show, and so they went up there with guns blazing, shot the place up, and what happened? David Koresh and those guys, and I was no Koresh fan, so I'm not defending him, but those guys, they fired back. And then the government, if you remember, on the siege, they set up a, a perimeter around that building, and then eventually they got tired of it, so they ran over with a bunch of tanks and fired stuff inside, apparently setting the place on fire. And so uh, this guy was a part of that. He's been working with Gabby Giffords to take guns away, and so yesterday... He's up for ATF director, ATF head, who will be the guy to decide and enforce gun policy in the United States. And he was asked by the senators, primarily Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, but also Tom Cotton from Arkansas, how do you define an assault weapon? Tell me what an assault weapon is. And he couldn't do it. He finally said it's a rifle with a detachable magazine that holds a 22 caliber or larger, which would include every single AR-15 on the planet, every one of them. And so he would ban every single AR-15, and he was asked that. Would you ban every single AR-15? Yes, I would. And then Ted Cruz did his research, as he always does, and he found out something else about this guy. He believed that when we had the assault weapons ban from Dianne Feinstein back in the day, that it didn't go far enough. You see, when her law was put into effect that had absolutely no bearing on crime, in fact, violent crime went up when they banned these weapons before, um, he said, you know what, we we not only should ban the sale, uh, future sale of these weapons, but we should go get the ones that are already out there. And Ted Cruz got him to say it yesterday. So you would not only ban the future sale of AR-15s, the AR-15s that exist, you would go get. And he bas- and I'm paraphrasing, of course, and he basically said, yeah, 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 yeah. We should go confiscate them. It is the most popular uh, uh, sporting rifle, the most popular rifle for defense. It is the most popular rifle in America, the AR-15. And they want to go get it. Look, here's the deal. Just so we're clear on this, there is no such thing as an assault weapon. You do understand that, right? It is a made-up term that came about from leftist politicians and the gun grabbers and pollsters. Did you know that? They did a lot of research back in the day. They said, what is the most pejorative label that we can put on a weapon to scare the snot out of people so that they'd be willing to stay away from them? And they actually did tests, and they did focus groups, and they did research, and they did call-out research. They did all kinds of research, and what they found out was when they tested the words assault weapon, people freaked. They lost their minds. Yeah, take that away. And then they would show them the rifle with the stock on it, and they go, look at that thing, man. And in a detachable magazine, well, that's a weapon of war. 
As this guy said yesterday, this David Chipman, be be afraid of this guy. He 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 is if he, if he wins confirmation, he is a guy that is all for gun confiscation. And I'm not talking about voluntary turn him in. I'm talking about coming to your house, beating the door down, and you turn him over. He made that perfectly clear yesterday, and he's made that uh, clear in his career. And it's no surprise that uh, Joe Biden or Ron Klain or Barack Obama or George Soros, whoever the real president of the United States is, actually picked this guy because that's exactly what they want to have done. Back in a minute. Deal with the endemic before this pandemic of gun violence, the pre-existing condition that somehow sort of pushed aside last year, but now has raised its ugly head again this year. It is not a pandemic of gun violence. It doesn't that that does not exist. Stop it. I mean, I knew, I knew these liberal whack jobs were going to pull this. I knew it. Everything was going to be a pandemic. We have a pandemic of speeding out here on 1604. Oh, now we've got a pandemic of too many white people running corporations. And over at Lockheed Martin, we're telling the white guys who run Lockheed Martin that they can't be. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic of white supremacy. And we have a pandemic of Trump supporters. All you Trump supporters, pandemic of Trump supporters. Now we have a pandemic of that. Uh, yeah, we have we have a pandemic of smokers who are uh, causing uh, everybody to get smokers lung now. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. It's everywhere. It's a pandemic. It's pa- everything's a pan. Everything from here on out is going to be a pandemic. Everything. So now it's a pandemic of gun violence. You people are pathetic, man. You really are. If if if, if, if that's your only argument. If that's what you got, you ain't got much. Hey, Royal Caribbean has been given the okay by the CDC to hit the high seas again. So that's pretty cool. They, uh, Celebrity Cruises, Celebrity Edge is going to set sail from Port Everglades in Fort Lauderdale on June 26th. Good for them. I want to sail that ship. I, I was looking at it last time I was over in the Everglades, and wow, man, it is so cool. You know what it is? It's, it's, a, uh, it's a nursery for adults. You play all day, every day with adult stuff. All day. There's adult toys everywhere. So cool. It's great. It's been more than a year since cruises with paying passengers have been out there. What they've done is they've had the ships just making circles in the sea. Some of them have been parked. Uh, some of the others have been making circles. But yet, other countries already went back, and the United States didn't go back. The United States has been lagging behind. We should have gone back a long time ago. Uh, and the deal is you got to be vaccinated. you got to show proof of vaccination. Uh, the crew, everyone over 16, must present proof of vaccination against COVID-19. Starting uh, August 1st, all guests ages 12 and older must present proof of vaccination uh, to be on those cruises. More details to come because they're still working out everything that they got to work out. Is crime increasing? All right, so I, I did this little poll yesterday, and I asked you guys, uh, are, you know, do you feel, still feel safe in San Antonio? Do you feel safe around here? Majority of you said no. You don't feel safe around San Antonio anymore because we have a crime wave going on. All you got to do is listen to the news, <clears throat> you know, watch the news or whatever every morning, and you look outside and you see that there's whatever's going on. And I can't, I cannot tell right now if we're back in one of these uh, gang war deals where they're fighting for territory like it was before, where the cartels are establishing themselves in San Antonio. I'm not real sure what's going on, all right? But something's going on with a lot of crime that is happening here in town. And and the officials, I got tired of asking them because when you would ask them, they would say, no, you know, it's just the, the, Trey would get mad at Chris and Trey would just pull out a gun and shoot Chris because he's mad at him. And that's just, no, that's not what's happening. There's just too much of it that's organized, that's put together, and too many things that say it's something else like gang activity, like cartel activity, like something like that. But they're not going to say that because that puts San Antonio in a bad light. But I'll tell you what it leads back to. It leads back to leadership in downtown who's been trash-talking cops. And they started when the BLM was going crazy last summer, and you had the GD City from Ron Nirenberg, and there is no way that those words and him going to that rally and him supporting that whole defund the police thing is not having an effect on crime in San Antonio. It's driving crime up because when you down-talk and downplay your police, the criminals take advantage of that. And that's what's happening in our community right now. It's, it's very clear that that's what's going on. But it all started last summer 
when the local leadership refused to deal with the BLM and what was happening in downtown San Antonio, and they were uh, there were uh, rioters and protesters that were going to go burn down the Alamo, and private citizen guys had to put their AR-15s on their back and go defend the Alamo themselves because there weren't enough cops to do it. Remember, the cops are in the cleanup business, cleanup and investigation business. What did they say yesterday about that shooting on the east side? They said, oh, we're, we're uh, reviewing the uh, video, the video footage. We're, we're calling on people to give us the video footage. We're reviewing the video footage to see what happened here. That's the way it works. They review video footage. They try to find a bad guy, and then they try to capture the bad guy. That's policing. And so uh, 73% of Americans now believe that crime is higher under joe biden than it was under donald trump why is that the case well what i was just saying locally applies federally as well and when you've got people on a federal level whether it's maxine waters or nancy pelosi or any of the others talking about defunding the police and they're yanking their support from the police well guess what you have you want to use the word sure pandemic of crime Now you've got crime spreading all over the country, and Americans know it. 73% say there's more crime, and more crime in their local communities as well. It also says that local area has more crime now than it did this time last year, and Americans feel unsafe in public as crime rages in American cities. In Chicago, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, Oakland, Portland, the people just don't feel safe anymore, and uh, people here don't feel safe a lot of the times as well in San Antonio. New book coming out about Hunter Biden, and I'm going to tell you some some more information. There's some uh, interesting information coming out about uh, about Hunter Biden now. The uh, president, Joe Biden, is now pushing the whole critical race theory, and they want to indoctrinate your kiddos in the school with critical race theory, and we're going to talk about that. And did you hear about the newest member of Mensa? Law. No, I got to tell you about that in the next hour. The newest member of Mensa. Incredible. You'll want to hear this. This is coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. States of America. The hell's wrong with us? Yeah. It makes him seem like a real man when he cusses. He's such a wimp. He really is. He's a girly man. He's a girly boy. That's Newsom, Gavin Newsom out in California. That's one of the reasons Kimberly left him. He's a girly boy, and he's, you know, he's got a pretty boy. Got all the pretty hair, got a nice dress, wears a nice clothes, got a nice ring on his finger. And, right. But he got a, he got a tall tub, man. What the hell wrong with us? Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. What the hell wrong with us? Oh, whatever. You're still a wimp. You're still a wimp. You know what? You want to stop it? Tell people in your state to constitutional carry like we're going to do here in Texas. It'll stop that. Here, here's a question yeah, for you. Fire away. If, there, if, if it ever came to, to this point, huh? if there was a slap fight between Gavin Newsom yeah. and Justin Trudeau, who do you think would win? <laughs> They'd take each other out. Right. It'd be one slap, man. They'd look at each other and fall I, down, fall I back. Know, just, It'd be like, whack. I'm going to give a slight edge to Trudeau. Why? Because his dad was was a bad dude. Yeah, he was. His dad was. Pierre. 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 Pierre Elliott Trudeau. Yeah. And was married to Maggie, who was gorgeous, but she was nutty, they say. Totally nutty. She liked the party a little bit. A little bit. Oh, boy, did she? Hey, I learned something about you. What the hell was that? See? (laughs) See? I knew that that was coming. Right, right. I did. Now I'm curious. I, I learned that your veganism, your vegetarianism is not a religion to you because you, you don't mind killing cows and cooking them. You don't have a problem with that. I don't want to kill them, but you know, somebody else wants to you know, take care of that right. process. But so. some people, like the people at PETA, right. they would freak out if they saw mm. your post from last night. Right. Because you know, it's a religion to them. Because sure. you, know, you might be eating Aunt, Aunt Ethel, sure. uh, but you, you don't really care. It's like, you, no. you know, it's a, it's a choice you have made for your own. Is it like your health thing? Is that why you've done it? Because you want to be healthy or what? A little bit, yeah. I just, you know, the whole process of it was disturbing to me, so I just didn't want to consider meat any longer okay and it was you know and if you want to great you know if it makes you happy what i'm uh, talking about in his post he cooked this wonderful ribeye for his wife last night she works late hours as a nurse and so he cooked dinner 
And um, and so it looks good. It really yeah. does. It's, you did a good job. She likes it medium rare for uh-huh. steak, medium rare. So you know, which I find to be difficult because it's got to be that in between. It's you know? it's it's a w- one yeah. thing you got to work on. And I have perfected it in my house. Right. Yeah, good for you. I know what to do. That's only like the second time I've attempted yeah. that. And well, this time worked out better. Than it's pretty. Last. It looks pretty. You know what I found out? Just real quick, sure. is that uh, it, it's better at home. I have tried going to these steakhouses now, and I've tried to, to eat a steak after cooking well, it at home so sure. well. It's one of the things I've learned from my friend John, how to cook a really good steak. Mm-hmm. And if you, go, if you go to a steakhouse now, it's gonna, they're going to overcharge you. You're not going to get out of there for less than 30 bucks a person. Right. A person. Right. It's going to be 60 bucks to try to get out the door. Sure. When uh, Nancy and I can eat for 7 bucks a person on a good ribeye. Yeah. 7 bucks, baby. Right. And potato and everything. So, yeah, yeah. I went all out with all that yesterday. Yeah, you yeah. sure did, man. Look yeah. good. I'm waiting for my invite. So next time well, you want well, to the next time out. I grill some up, yeah, you know, I'll give you a call. You're not too far. I'm right It'll around the corner. Take you about ten minutes to get over. I will bring the accoutrement. You provide the beef. We'll have a good time. By accoutrement, do you mean alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I meant. Hell yeah, we're invited. Yeah. I, I figured if I said that, the invite right. would come sooner rather than right, later. Yeah. I knew it. A good bottle of bourbon, and I'll be there in five minutes, right? Yeah, yeah that's the invite. Exactly. All right, so um, also, uh, we, you know, there's lots of stuff going on in the news today that we've been trying to go get around all of it, right? Uh, one of the things that's happening right now is this guy that is being uh, questioned by the folks up on Capitol Hill as to whether or not he's going to be the guy who is going to head the ATF. They're the ones that enforce the nation's gun laws, and this guy is a complete gun-grabbing idiot. He is well beyond just new gun laws, like gun laws that would outlaw AR-15s, which he said he's going to do. He he said that the last time that there was a, quote, assault weapon ban, which there is no such thing as an assault weapon, doesn't exist. That is a made-up term, guys. It was made up by the left and made up by researchers to uh, scare people. And if you're scared by a term, you have bigger problems than anything else. But it's it's meant to scare people, to get people to give up their guns, or to get them to join Gavin Newsom. What the hell are we doing with ourselves? What are we doing? Here we go again. A pandemic of gun violence happening all over this country. So this guy, who was being questioned yesterday by Senator Ted Cruz, said, oh yeah, when Dianne Feinstein back in the 90s had that one assault weapons ban, it wasn't enough, you see. Because it's not enough to ban the sales of new assault weapons, as he called it. He said every AR-15 should be taken off the streets. He said, no, it's not just selling them going forward, which the old law did because it grandfathered in your gun. No, he wants to go get your gun. And now, and now, Sheila Jackson Lee over in Houston has filed legislation to take handguns away. She basically says that all guns need to be taken away and taken off the streets of the United States in this legislation that she has filed. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. You can jump in here and be a part of this, and we can talk about this a little bit if you want to. But here in Texas, we now have, or we will soon have, constitutional carry. And... They don't care about looking into the origins and the reasons why this guy went into that rail yard yesterday and did what he did. They didn't care. The dead bodies were still in the rail yard, and Joe Biden steps up and says, we got to do something about this. we got to take it away. He's a man who is surrounded by guns. He is a man who those guys that surround him every day have every right in the world to kill you if they feel like you're a threat to Joe Biden. So what does he care? He's never had to live in the real world where they're shooting up places like right across the street from where I'm sitting right now. He doesn't care. It doesn't matter to him. Uh, This is clearly about getting guns away from law-abiding citizens so that the tyrannical government known as the Biden administration can follow what the CPP wants or the CCP wants them to do and, and issue more mandates and more control over your life. Bottom line. And uh, sad for what happened yesterday, but when you go back and you uh, look through this and you see what the story is on this, his ex-girlfriend had had put in a a restraining order against him in 2009 and said when he gets all alkied up, he goes crazy. And unfortunately, that's the deal with all this, guys. It has nothing to do with a gun. And the first position is 
you have no reason, there is no reason for you to lose or give up a natural God-given right of yours because some guy in California shoots up a rail yard. That's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong, number one. And number two, it's a God-given right, so the gov- it's not a privilege from the government. It's a God-given right, so the government can't take that right away from you. Bottom line. Uh, but secondly, until they get serious about looking at people who are either on medication or who have other serious mental issues, then nothing else matters. They, they can't even have that discussion because nothing else matters. That is a discussion they will not talk about. They will not go there because it removes all of their political might and strength in this case. If you can say it's a result of X, Y, Z, well, I don't have X, Y, Z, so why are you tra- trying to take my gun away? Then it removes their excuse for coming after your gun. And let me tell you what, this guy that Biden is trying to put in charge of the ATF, if you get a chance, it's David Chipman is his name, Chipman, David Chipman. If you get a chance, go back and listen and watch his testimony from yesterday. It is bone-chilling testimony. He is a gun confiscator. He's not just a rules guy. He's not just a background check guy that they all give lip service to. He's totally out of the closet as a full-on, I want to take guns away from the American people. That's what I want to do. Every AR-15, everything that resembles an AR-15, which is the most popular gun in America today, he wants to not only ban the sale, but take it away. He wants to basically take away every single gun in America, and Joe Biden has picked him to head up the ATF. They're coming after him, guys. They're on the move. And the thing is, they know their time is short because they know they got to get this stuff done before the midterms. Because if they and, and they're starting to wake up to it. James Carville talked about it yesterday. People getting really tired of all this woke BS, and Democrats are on the line now. The future of the Democrat Party is on the line because people are snapping back against this woke BS right now. They're tired of it. People are getting their belly full of having transgenderism shoved down their throat. They're getting their belly full of all this political correctness. And, and whitey's a bad guy. Every white person is a racist. They're getting really, really sick and tired of the Democrats being this way. And some Democrats now, like James Carville, are starting to go, uh, you guys, David, need to stop that. Knock it out. 615 out, KTSA, 210-599-5555. You can say the Pledge of Allegiance right now. Don't wait for you to find a major problem in the walls of your home, like your texture starts to crack, the paint starts to peel off the walls and things like that. You know what that means, right? It means you have water damage inside the walls. That means a leaky roof somewhere. But, you know, many times, even if you were to crawl up on that roof, and I do not advise that, but even if you were to do that, Many times you're not going to find it because you don't know what to look for, right? There can be a tiny little bitty leak that over time, every time we get a rain shower, we've had a very wet spring, but every time we get a rain shower, a little bit of rain falls in there and a little bit of rain and a little bit of rain, and the next thing you know, over time, you've got major damage. And I'm talking it could be tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage inside your home, and you didn't know it was going on. You're totally shocked by it. I want you to call the professionals at Stevens Roofing, San Antonio's own Stevens Roofing, family-owned, reputable, reliable, always been your local roofer. Call them for a free roof inspection right now at 210-785-0994. That's 210-785-0994. They'll take care of you because Stevens Roofing has your family covered, always has and always will at Stevens Roofing. AccuWeather, unfortunately, it looks like we could get more rain this weekend. Areas of low clouds this morning. Otherwise, times of clouds and sun today. Very warm and humid, a high of 89. Tomorrow's going to be humid, cloudy in the morning. A blend of sun and clouds in the afternoon at 88. Strong thunderstorm is possible tomorrow night at some point. Different models are saying different timing on a strong thunderstorm. Could be early in the evening. Could be in the overnight about 2 o'clock in the morning Saturday. But anyway, a strong thunderstorm is going to be in the area. On Saturday, intervals of clouds and sunshine, a thunderstorm at a few spots in the afternoon at 85. And on Sunday, mostly cloudy and a shower, too, at 83. And on Monday, Memorial Day, mostly cloudy at 84. Right now, it's 70. General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, firing off and uh, telling the Air Force graduates at the Air Force Academy a thing or two yesterday. I'll tell you about that coming up. 620 Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Keith, you're on. Good morning, Keith. Trey? Yes, sir. Go ahead. 
with constitutional carry likely to be signed into law, where would you recommend that we go to find qualified instructors or good training programs to become more comfortable around handguns? Well, that's a great question, man, and I'm glad you asked it. Um, first of all, the DPS, in the law, the DPS is going to offer free training. If you want to get training, the DPS will offer it absolutely free of charge. So you can contact the Department of Public Service. Uh, DPS, but if you want to, you know, go to a private guy. I, I know several, and feel free to email me Trey at ktsa dot com, and I can get you uh, some names um, right off the top of my head. Uh, this uh, sponsor of the show, South Texas Guns, who I'll be talking about here in a little while, uh, they have uh, uh, licensed instructors on staff and can train you. Uh, I also know a guy by the name of Kevin Crozier who is uh, really good. He's he's licensed and he is a, a great trainer as well. So I can get you those names, but. They're, you know, those guys are out there, and they're really, really good. And bottom line is, when you when you get training from them, that you go and you follow through as well. Are you are you familiar with handguns or guns at all? Do you have you used them before? You know, basically, what is your background on it? I'm uh, comfortable or semi comfortable around handguns. I'm a veteran, and my wife's a veteran, but my it's primarily to get my wife to the point where she feels comfortable around handguns super important man good for you that's that's really good and and you know what it is it's just range time it's going to the range and being comfortable with the weapon and learning about the weapon and and then knowing what to do uh in certain situations and and i know guys who have trained for i don't know 30 40 45 years and they're they're not done training you know what i mean you, you never have enough training where you say okay i've got enough and i'm just i i highly recommend anybody or or what i do is i recommend against anybody because we're going to have constitutional carry well now i'm just going to carry that's it i don't need any training i don't need anything i'm just going to carry no you need training you do you need to be trained so cool all right thanks all right man thank you keith i appreciate it yeah and again if you want to email me i can get you some names but uh, start start with south texas guns uh you know they're a sponsor on the show they're 281 and bitters uh, they've got great people on staff, and they know people over there. So walk in and say hi to Joseph or Sean or those guys over there at South Texas Guns, and uh, and they'll be great, okay? promise you. They're really good guys. Um, Army General Mark Milley, who is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, spoke at the Air Force Academy graduation yesterday, and he said that the post-World War II order that we have been following, it's been peacetime and all of that, uh, America leading and America in front, so on and so forth, that that is fraying and it's coming apart. Of course it is. Of course it is. That China and Russia are asserting their dominance over the United States. Of course they are. Uh, that they see a moment of weakness. Uh, of course they do. Uh, Joe Biden is weak. And look, look, look what he's doing. He's going to, to meet now with Vladimir Putin. After Vladimir Putin is threatening Europe, he's threatening all of Europe right now. This deal with Ukraine and this deal, I, I think Poland is next. I think we're, we're right back into you know, the 1930s and the battle over Poland is about to, 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 to happen all over again. Because Vladimir Putin wants it. And he wants to continue to move that way. And Joe Biden is helping him, by the way. Joe Biden is helping China and Joe Biden is helping Vladimir Putin. Did you hear... That wimpy uh, excuse for approving that Russian pipeline. The very first day he was in office, he canceled the Keystone Pipeline here in the United States, which was already completed, and he canceled it. 11,000 workers in America out of work. He canceled it, shut it down, stop it, no more. And then he approved the Russian pipeline so that Russia could sell their oil and gas to Europe, primarily to Germany, and Germany was about to buy it from us, the United States. But he handed that business over to the Russians. Why? Why would he do that? Why would he want to kiss the feet of Vladimir Putin? Well, he was asked, why did you approve it and and cancel the Keystone? Well, because the Russian pipeline was just about finished. There was no reason to stop it. There was no reason to stand in the way. Every reason to approve it because it was just about finished. No. That's a lie. A lie anybody can see through. What he knew is that he has to kowtow to Russia and to Vladimir Putin. Something that Donald Trump never did. So Milley said yesterday, talking to the Air Force graduates, right now we're in a great uh, power competition with China and Russia. It's a, uh, we need to avoid a great power conflict. 
And uh, Washington's relations with Beijing and Moscow have reached an all-time low now, and and Mark Milley sees the handwriting on the on the wall. Anybody who follows this stuff, we all see the handwriting on the wall. We see what's going on. And we see that China and Russia primarily, they have basically joined forces, and and they are trying to overcome the power and the strength and the might of the United States of America. And we have a weak and feeble and fossilized president in the Oval Office who will not stand up to these guys. He's just not going to do it. And as a result, he's going to go and he's going to kiss the feet of Vladimir Putin. I'm, I, I'm sure he'll bow. Maybe he won't because I'm not sure he can physically. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, we're right back. Hey, look, we're right back to the Obama years, guys. Remember when, when Obama would go around and his favorite thing was to bow? And, and who did he curse the most? He cursed us. You people, you need to calm down off your high horse in the United States. Every other country is greater than us. You people. That was that whole black liberation theology that he sat under up there with that Jeremiah Wright fella that infected Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, and they brought that to the fore all across the country. The United States sucks. You're just a bunch of colonialists. You take over everybody's life. You, white people are all slave owners. Every one of you owns slaves. That's, that's what has been put by Jeremiah Wright into the head of Barack Obama, and he lives that way. And he did that when he was president and made us subservient in the world stage and made us lead from behind. Remember all that? And now Joe Biden is doing the exact same thing. We had a moment, man. We had four years of a moment where we were back in front and America was leading. And once again, we're going now backwards. There's some stories now about Hunter Biden and the laptop and what we thought we knew or is absolutely true. It is showing. It is happening. And now more of the wokeness, more of the critical race theory that Team Biden wants teachers to be teaching in the classroom. But before I get there, I have to tell you about the newest member of Mensa. Her name is Kashe Quest. Kashe is two years old, and she's been admitted into Mensa. Now, the average intelligence IQ is typically between 85 and 115 here in the United States. Her IQ is 146 at two years old. She knows the alphabet. She knows two languages already at two years old. She can recognize and name all the states two years old. A lot of adults can't do that. She can do all that with an IQ of 146. Mensa admitted her as the youngest person to be in Mensa. Her mom said we started to notice her memory was really great. She picked up things really fast. She was interested in learning at 18 months old. She recognized all the alphabet, the numbers, the colors, and the shapes. 146. She's a, a Mensian at, uh, at age two. The person with the highest IQ score in the world is American Magazine columnist Mar- Marilyn Sass Savant. She's 74, and according to Guinness, she has an IQ of 228. Smartest person in the room. Bad. Strange lady, she made me nervous. She took me in and gave me breakfast. I want a Vegemite sandwich for breakfast, yeah. That sounds good to me. It's uh, 638, Trey Ware, KTSA. Trayware page, KTSA.com, 210-599-5555. Join the pate, all right? Come on in. Wear Ryman coming up at 7 o'clock. So masks did not do anything to slow the COVID spread. New study out this morning that it did not do it. It did. The mandates did induce greater mask compliance but did not slow the spread. Exactly what we said all the way through the pandemic. If your glasses fog up, then that means whatever is carrying the COVID or the, what is it, Uh, CAR2 virus, the SARS-CoV-2 virus, then it's escaping. So all of you liberal weirdos that ran around harassing people for not having a mask on, you all need to apologize now. Say you're sorry. The mask may promote social cohesion as rallying symbols during a pandemic, but risk compensation can also occur. As an example, this is what's in the study. 
Prolong mask use four hours a day promotes facial alkalinization and inadvertently encourages dehydration, which in turn can enhance barrier breakdown and bacterial infection risk. So not only were the masks not protecting you from COVID, the masks were making people sick and increasing their infection risk. British clinicians, look, to me, I didn't need a study to tell me this. What happened when we took the mask off? What happened? Everybody got well. People started to get well. COVID started to go away and people started to get well. Why? Well, because unlike our governments around the globe, I happen to believe in God. God created our bodies to fight off infection naturally. And you know what you have to have to fight off infection? There's bugs in your mouth and in your throat and in your tummy that help fight off infection. There's bugs in your nose that are naturally put there by God when you were created. When he blew on Adam out of dust, he put those natural bugs in there that fight infection. But if you're covering up your infection fighter <laughs> and you're breathing back in your own crapola instead of, I mean, that was something else he designed. You're supposed to exhale your crapola and it's supposed to go away from you. British clinicians reported that masks increase headaches and sweating and decrease cognitive precision. Yep. Survey bias notwithstanding, these uh, are associated with medical errors by obscuring nonverbal communication. Masks interfere with social learning in children. Yes, they do. Likewise, masks can distort verbal speech and remove visual clues to the detriment of individuals with hearing loss. Thank you. I don't know how many times I had to tell over and over again, please say that again. I read your lips. Please look at me and talk low and slow, and I can understand you. I have hearing loss. I have major hearing loss. Look at me so I can see what you're saying. I have to see what you're saying as much as hear what you're saying. But if you're wearing a stupid piece of cloth over your mouth, I, can't, I cannot figure out what you're saying. Clear face shields improve visual integration, but there is a corresponding loss of sound quality. In summary, the research says the mask mandates and use were poor predictors of COVID-19 spread in the U.S. states. Case growth has independent of mandates at low and high risk of communal spread, and mask use did not slow the growth during the summer, fall, winter waves. So there you go. You actually have a research project that is done now saying the mask did not help stop the spread. Never would have. It was all a political stunt. And if there's one thing I cannot stand is political stunts. They're pulling one now trying to indoctrinate our kids to have them believe that people who are white, all people who are white, are racists. And Joe Biden is funding that in the schools. i got to tell us about that coming up for you next with Ware and Rima at 7 o'clock here on KTSA. That's after 7 o'clock. And, of course, the Pledge of Allegiance coming up right after the break here. I want to tell you about CarZeus.com. They're great. And what they want to do is buy your car. They have nothing to sell. CarZeus has nothing to sell. In fact, your relationship with CarZeus is you're the seller. You're the person who's going to be the seller in this relationship. How many times have you tried to sell a vehicle or trade it in, and you always wondered if you were getting the best deal, and you always had to go through a headache and a hassle to find a place that was going to give you a great trade-in, or you always had to wonder about meeting somebody to have them test drive your car and all those things? Well, that's what Phil Candera decided he was going to do away with. All that risk, all those problems, all that headache, all that hassle of selling your vehicle, he wanted to get rid of that, so he came up with the model at CarZeus.com. You fill out a brief description of your vehicle. They send you an offer for your vehicle. If you accept the offer, great. They'll meet you wherever, hand you a check, take your vehicle off your hands. If you want to wait a day or two, no pressure. They're not going to be sending you a bunch of texts saying, hey, are you ready now? They have nothing to sell. You're the seller. So get your free, no-obligation offer from CarZeus.com right now. God save our republic. Yeah. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. What should be the consequences to any country, China included, 
that allowed this to happen? What should the world expect of a country if they, in fact, allowed this um, virus to come from one of their labs through negligence? Well, first of all, when you said who should, you know, the WHO did what they're referring to now as phase one of an investigation, which they felt was not completely adequate. Okay, so if you're still listening to Anthony Fauci, you're nuts, man. The dude is a liar, okay? And Miranda Devine has a new book coming out about him, and I just I can't wait. But he's a liar, and he's going to change his mind every couple of minutes based on what he thinks he needs to say to tow the company in line at the moment. And whatever they find out about this pandemic, you know, they're not even looking at whether or not that China may have done this on purpose, that it may have been a plandemic instead of pandemic. Joe Biden has already ruled that out. He's only given two options that it could have been. And he's not even considering the fact that one of the options may have been that they planned it as a biological weapon. And folks, they may have planned it as a biological weapon. I don't find that hard to believe. 210-599-5555. I don't find that hard to believe. I can believe that somebody like China, I mean, they're locking people up. They put Muslims through re-education courses. They're locking people up. They're using slave labor in China. Do you really think for one second that that government would not create a biological weapon and unleash it on the world just to exercise more control on the world? Do you really think that they would not do that? If you believe that, I have some oceanfront property right here on Zarzamora Street. I want to sell you this afternoon at 3 o'clock because you're so gullible I could sell you anything. Of course, given the right circumstances and the opportunity and the motive, you bet they would have created a biological weapon and unleashed it on the world. And to categorically rule that out at the beginning of any investigation is dumb. Is dumb. I asked a question online this morning on today's show do you believe the covid virus is from a chinese lab uh, martin says hell yes barbara ann says pandemic for sure paul says good morning yes it is a bio weapon tammy said yep yep reuben says yes it was released on purpose jessica says absolutely jennifer says yes uh, blanca says yes matt says yes Kim says absolutely. Amy says yes. They're all talking over there. Just go to my uh, my Facebook page or the KTSA Facebook page. It's on there as well, and you can comment. But um, I, I look, I'm open to any option on this. Am I open to it being an accident? Yes, of course. Accidents do happen. Accidents can happen. But you know what? When there's an accident and somebody asks you, was there an accident? Most of the time you're going to say, yeah, there was an accident. We screwed up, man. But that's not what the Chinese government did. They have obfuscated, they have lied, they have hidden evidence, they have destroyed evidence. We know all of these things. And the people who are more than likely speaking for them, Fauci, more than likely speaking for them and representing them, Biden, they have shifted the narrative, they have told different stories at any number of occasions about this thing, trying to keep an honest investigation off course. How many times did the media last year, when Donald Trump said it came out of China, how many times did the media last year, ah, no, that's a conspiracy theory. Even Facebook, to the point, was taking down any posts that would have said it was man-made. Facebook took all those posts down. Guess what they're doing now? They announced last night, if you uh, put up a post saying it was man-made, okay, you can leave that post up now. That post will not be taken down. Why? So, yeah, I, I think they know more than they're letting on. I know they, no, I don't think, I know they know more than they're letting on. They are completely uncooperative, the Chinese government is. And if we're not hitting them with some hellacious sanctions over this at the very least... And by the way, here's the other disappointing thing. As long as Joe Biden is there, because keep in mind, Joe Biden is beholden to China for his very presidency and for how well his son lives. 
as long as Joe Biden is there, there's nothing going to happen, man. They're not going to do anything. For those who are saying, and, and Peter Ducey asked that question yesterday of the spokesperson up in the White House, said, well, what happens? I mean, you know, just say the investigation does all roads lead to China. Uh, it, you know, is there going to be something that's going to be done to China? I mean, this is the worst. This, this could be. This, it's possible. I didn't say it was. I said it's possible that this is the worst attack on humanity that we've ever had from a country. That's possible. That's a possibility. And if you are ruling that out like Joe Biden is ruling it out, you're nuts. This could be the worst attack on humanity that we've ever had. Three and a half million people dead. And the government is not even willing to take a look at that. Joe Biden has ruled that out completely. And the administration... The answer to Peter Ducey yesterday was, well, we're not quite there yet. We don't really know anything. We don't really have any information. Instead of standing up and saying, they have been lying, they have been destroying evidence, they've been hiding evidence, they have prevented people, investigators, from getting into the lab. Instead of doing all of those things like, like what you would do if you were doing an honest investigation. I, you know, Overall, just to sum it up, I don't think it's going to be a real investigation. I actually 100% believe it's going to be one of those BS investigations. And they're going to come back later and say, well, we did an investigation and we found out that the bats actually flew over and it was bat guana that fell in the right place at the right time. It just, you know, it was just a confluence of events. And it brought it throughout the pandemic to be, and there's really nobody to blame and there's no country. That's what's coming. I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm predicting that right now. And you can write it down that that's what I said. Because they're going to come up with some story. That's going to give China a pass, and they don't deserve a pass. At the very least, at the very least, something happened in that lab that shouldn't happen. Now, was it intended? Was it planned? That's what we need to get to the bottom of. And if it was, all bets should be 